the B Plus Wrestling Podcast. You the moves. You might not be an A, but you are a B Plus. Check it out. Here we go. You want to mess with us? Alright, ladies, gents, and non-binary friends, welcome to the B-Plus Podcast. I'm your host, Greg Unchained. Today is Saturday, is I think the new day that we're releasing these. It's Yay. the new day. The new... Yes, it it's, is. It's a new day. <laughs> it's the new B-Plus, the loosey-goosey, we're winging it B-Plus. This is our second take because of the traditional old B-Plus uh, technical difficulties that we have every time we try to do this damn thing. Fuck you, Telstra. Joining me, of course... Uh, our social media maven and international man of mystery, Mr. Mysterious over in Perth. How you doing, buddy? I'm going fantastic. I'm glad that we're all can hear each other again. I'm just, um, <laughs> I'm getting back in the positive zone, just getting ready to start talking about everything. Yeah, getting back into it. And of course, Asaka Ben, Ben Taz champ, whatever. Ben, how you doing, man? Quizmaster Ben this week, I hope. Yes, the quiz is back, baby. Um, yes. A little yeah. bit sick, but... Yeah, on the last uh, attempt of recording this thing, I did mention the the Osaka thing. Yes, I've booked flights for Japan in June. I'm going to go to Dominion and I'm taking my older daughter. Uh, it'll be her second trip to Japan. So I'm just like Beautiful. daydreaming at work about being back in Japan and um, the anxieties of uh, avoiding alcohol because my Japan trips are so tied in with drinking strong zeros and going right. to wrestling. So this is uh, it's a bit of a worry but I'm confident I'll be fine. You can do it, man. We believe in you. We believe in you. Message (laughs) us, make us jealous that you're over there, but we'll be there to support you. Yeah, thanks, guys. Yeah. If, if you're feeling if you're feeling the need, just reach out. That's what we're here for. Yep. Uh, I am feeling incredibly sore, which is what we were just talking about before uh, our technical difficulties hit because I've signed back up to the gym and uh, I've been going to the gym again uh, despite doctor's orders. I'm just like, fuck it. Uh, if, if I have to wait another year for the surgery anyway, I mean, what's the worst that can happen if I go to the gym and exert myself is it brings the surgery on to an emergency level. Like, and then I get it done. <laughs> Yay. So... <laughs> But but my my problem is I feel and I I'm worried it's just because I'm over thirty now I'm just constantly sore just constantly. You be better. Use the supplements. Yeah yeah no I I do I'm I'm into the supplements I'm I'm on this uh, Alpha Man vitamins and stuff which I thought was hilarious because I looked at the label and it was like not for vegetarians and I was just like that's the like it's called Alpha Man and it's not recommended for vegetarians <laughs> and I just thought that was hilarious on so many levels. God, like, yeah. I guess everyone's different with their like with their recovery rate, and obviously, like, are you open to people message you any tips or? Yeah, no, sh- hit, hit me up if you got any tips that uh, for avoid anything but ice baths. I can't do ice baths. All right, I've tried the Wim Hof method. All right, don't come at me like you can do ice baths, man. Just just do the Wim Hof method, bro. Just do the Wim Hof. All right, I get it. Okay, it's something that can be done but I feel very uncomfortable in ice baths. Anything other than that that'll help reduce soreness? I've never heard of this up. Wim Hof method, and I've been lifting weights for the you know over half of my life. No, the, the Wim Hof method is a thing for like withstanding the cold, like withstanding uh, extremes. Uh, yeah. yeah. So And so like anytime I'm like, I can't do ice baths, there's always someone who's like, just do the Wim Hof method, bro. You'll be all right. Like just YouTube it. YouTube Mental it, bro. Have you heard of Wim Hof? There's... Yeah, the Wim Hof Bros. You've never encountered a Wim Hof Bro? No, I do no, all my my yeah. gym stuff is all at home, so I don't have to deal with a um, 
Oh, what do you I call think, those gym guys? I can't remember. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's also because I run in conspiracy circles <laughs> and Wim Hof is like, it's like fringe. It's like fringe, like meditative breathing. I don't know. It's weird. Weird. It's pretty cool. Bro I science. It. That's what it is. Bro science. <laughs> Bro scientists. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no. So I, I just, I just, I can't do it, but let's, uh, let's talk wrestling. That's what we're here for. Right. And uh, it's uh, been, been a bit of a heavy week. There's been some heavy news this week. Yeah, a few passings, um, some pretty big ones, actually, now that we think about it. One of these flew completely over my radar. Like, I didn't even know. I heard about Lepaka, right? Lepaka obviously passed away. Uh, I'm not sure the circumstances surrounding it, though. It was, um, he didn't quite recover because he took that uh, really bad uh, suicide dive. Like, he, like, it's the injuries from that. He never really recovered from that, and... Uh, he was in hospital for a while. Like he just, yeah, that was the, that was the cause of it all. Damn. That's never good to hear. That's never good to hear. But the one that threw me through a loop that you guys mentioned, uh, and I didn't even know about was Rocky Johnson passed away this week. Like the rock's dad. Yeah. yeah rock, rock's dad. This morning to this news. Yeah. We don't know, um, at the moment what, how he passed, but, um, 75 years old, um, second generation star, Used to do uh, NWA, like WWWF, like he he went. I think he retired back in like the nineties, but he had a pretty mm. long career. And obviously, like um, it's, his son took up the mantle, and yeah, it's so crazy to me because I was listening to a podcast just the other day, and they were talking about the Rocky Johnson uh, biography book that had mm-hmm. come out recently. I can't remember what, what podcast it was. I feel like it was one of the Wade Keller shows. Uh, and, and yeah, they were, they were just doing a book review kind of thing of, of the Rocky Johnson biography and the parts where it clashes with Tony Atlas's and, and all this mm-hmm. sort of stuff. And, and it was fascinating and I was really enjoying listening to it. And I was like, Oh man, I should probably pick up that book and then find out today. Like, Oh, he's actually passed away. And I'm like, Holy crap. Like that's, because it was like literally two days ago, I was listening to this book review episode of the podcast, and they didn't mention it then. So obviously, so this happened this morning. In yeah, our time yeah. Order. yeah, our time. Yeah. Which Thursday we're recording this, guys. So you're hearing it a bit later, but yeah, uh, that's that's terrible, man. Uh, pour one out for them, obviously. Uh, poured one out for Laparka already, so I'll pour one out for Rocky Johnson this evening, and that's uh, it's never fun to hear of him going. But I mean, I guess he had a long, long career and long life and got to see his son be like the most successful guy in the world ever. Yeah. Part of the hall of fame, like got inducted by his son. True. Yeah. True. He didn't live to see his son be president though. Right. Cause that's going to happen. I, uh, well, can't be. That's gonna happen. <laughs> I'd rather At see good day. movies from him than him do anything else. So. Yeah. You don't want to see The Rock be president. You don't want idiocracy to come to life. Oh, just do Terry Crews. It doesn't have to be The Rock. Um, no, I'm I'm just saying this right now. Okay, 2024. Okay, it's Donald not, it, Trump it, hand chooses. It's fucking Donald Trump hand chooses now, his Donald successor. Trump. But Donald Trump hand chooses his successor, his good friend, good personal friend, Vince McMahon is running in 2024 as a Republican, and oh, then no. you got The Rock. As and you got The Rock versus Vince McMahon, and fuck it, why not just have Rock pick Steve as his vice? Uh, for no, as if Steve's as if Steve Austin is is a Democrat. He's definitely a Republican voter he's, for he's, sure, right? Yes, yes. Steve Austin's a Republican, surely. Yeah, isn't The Rock <laughs> so, Republican? 
Yeah, the Rock always was Republican until about four years ago, right? It's just real coincidence that. <laughs> but he's a he's like a now he would he's described as a fiscally conservative Democrat, mm-hmm. right? So he's he's going to hit that middle America the way Donald Trump did. He's I, I'm telling you, man, The Rock 2024, The Rock on the Democratic ticket. He has to go for president. He's going to do it. And, it, you know, Conspiracy Greg, if Conspiracy Greg wants to put his hat on, which Conspiracy Greg does not want to put his hat on, I do not believe this mm. for a second about this situation. I believe it about other situations. But supposedly, to get great success, you need to sacrifice someone close to you. Not personally, like you don't have to kill them or whatever, but like if you look at successful people, right? Right before Kanye West's career blew up, his mum died. Uh, right before uh, Billie Eilish's career blew up, one of her best friends died. Like all these people, if you look through like entertainment and stuff, right before people blow up and get big and have massive success, someone close to them dies. It's it's the weirdest coincidence. And so conspiracy hat, Greg, oh, his dad's died. Now he's going to become president. I, uh, but I don't believe this. this way. He, I'd say he's, <laughs> he's already been successful. He is the epitome of success already. Oh, 100%. So, 100%. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I don't believe this right now. Like this is yeah. not – I'm just saying I can imagine people putting this out there. When he runs for president in 2024, you'll be able to find all the crazy YouTube videos of his dad died and then it was a sacrifice and a demonic and he's a – He's a Satanist. There's you'll, a lot of people in that family, sure. don't forget. You could have yeah, Roman yeah, Reigns and all dynasty. sorts of people. You've already had, already yeah. had Umaga and uh, um, Yokozuna. Yeah. Who else yeah. is there? Look, I don't think, I don't think it's connected at all. I'm just saying the YouTube yeah. videos will be there. I guarantee it. I'm calling it. Yeah, I can yeah you'll see be the producing future. them. <laughs> no, I won't. No, I won't. I will have nothing to do with that. Absolutely will have nothing to do with that. Uh, I, I'm conspiracy, Greg, in the fact that I don't not believe anything, but I don't believe anything either. I just think it's entertaining as hell, man. Conspiracy light. <laughs> we're, we're, I, I believe we're lied to, right? Surely we can all agree on that. We're lied to a lot, right? Yeah. One of the first things we're taught about when we're kids is Santa Claus, you know? And then you find out about it when you're like 10 years old. And and you it's don't like know devastating. who. Nobody could be listening to this in the car with their kids in the car. Uh, you need a spoiler well, warning. I apologize. <laughs> spoiler alert. Santa's not real, kids. Um, yeah, I'm just saying we're lied to. We're lied to our whole lives. So, you know, this has gone a really weird direction. This yes, is what happens has. in the new B+. Plus. <laughs> but we don't have a plan. We promised we that we'd be able to navigate this. We apologize, guys. <laughs> I want to thank everyone who's been voting in the Twitter polls. Now, we're not going to announce who the winners of the awards are yet because we're still working our way through them. Mm-hmm. Because I, I put them up for a day or two for people to vote. And it's like, I can't just, you know, put them all up at once. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. that feels weird to put them all up at once. So uh, we'll get to those at some point, probably at the end of January. I think we'll we'll, we'll tell you who actually won mm-hmm. our year-end awards. But uh, first, let's 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 talk about WWE, man. Mm-hmm. Uh What's going on this week in WWE? Because I don't watch it. <laughs> uh, well, we had a lot of um, different stars sign at the Performance Center, like some latest um, signees, including one Mercedes Martinez. After right. nearly two decade career, she's finally in there, and she made her debut on tonight's well, tonight for us on the latest episode of NXT. Like, yeah, go ahead and say it. She's an alumni of Indie Girls over there in Perth, who you work with. Go champion, on, get yeah, your oh, get your plugs. In. <laughs> I was not going to go there, but thank you for. Doing well, that. We have to, right? That's what you I, you got to get yeah. the plugs in. Yeah, uh, Mercedes. 
Mercedes Martinez is an absolute legend, though, and I thought AEW needed her. And to see her go to NXT, and NXT has the better women's division, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, story-wise, depth-wise. Depth-wise, I think AEW have a lot of talent in their division, but just seeing her her going to the NXT women's division... She would have been very valuable. Huge blow. Yeah. Huge shot across the bow. Like, I want to... like I. AEW needs someone like a Mercedes Martinez, you know? And when she showed up in their uh, Battle battle Royal thing, right? Mm-hmm. It was like, oh, shit, like, this could get real good for AEW. But nah. Nah, she's she's gone over to the, the yellow brand. I think when she appeared on an episode of Dark as well, I think WWE, they kind of forced their hand in some ways. Just like, we don't... Reckon they offered her big money? I feel like they would have, yeah. I reckon I reckon they've offered her a trainer thing, right? Like she'll wrestle for like two years or whatever, and she's guaranteed a spot as one of their trainers. Yeah, because she can't it. have that many years left in the tank. Uh never say never, man. But I, I can see the idea of being a head trainer appealing to her. Yeah, yeah, maybe not a head trainer. I mean, Sarah oh, Dermato well, is doing a fantastic yeah, yeah. job, but I, I can I can see. I feel like the 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 performance center is a game changer for WWE in that it lets people be employed for life. Right, like you don't have to run the risk of opening your own school and all that. Like you, it's it. You just go train at the performance center, and you get to keep doing the wrestling thing and make a, a steady paycheck from the biggest company in the world. Like it's it's a brilliant thing, mm-hmm. and it's a big bargaining yeah. chip for them. Like you can, we guarantee you a spot as a trainer. That's a big big bargaining chip, and just like a bit more certainty is like, especially with like no one knows how their career will end up in the end if they'll. Like if injury will strike or illness or what have you, but yeah. Yeah. Working, working behind the scenes is uh, always a, a smart thing to do. Like, uh, like our good friend, Marty Skull. Holy shit. We'll talk about that soon. Uh, Cause that blew my mind. We'll talk about that shortly, but first sticking with WWE, I did see something that piqued my interest and I was like, Oh, maybe I should watch this. Mm-hmm. I have not yet but I'm planning on watching it this weekend. Uh, Buddy Murphy has joined up with you know, Seth Rollins, new the new Shield, the, the, their new little group there, the Monday Night Messiah, right? Uh, so, he's got, got a name, but yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I don't know what they're called, but he's calling himself the Monday Night Messiah, right? I feel like it sounds about right, yeah. Yeah, and so just disclaimer, people, none of us are watching WWE because we've <laughs> we've fallen far out of love with that product. But uh, Seth Rollins, he's turned heel. He has a new group. He's with AOP, right? And they look kind of like the Shield, right? The big guys, the, the vests and stuff. Um, so, yeah, but Seth Rollins, AOP, uh, and now Buddy Murphy has joined the group. I actually which, like, yeah, I actually like how I'm he I'm into joined. that. Yeah, because he's had this... Um... A mini feud with Alistair Black. He's lost like three times. Yeah, where he lost three times in a row. Yeah. Fuck that. And just the third time, just like not nah, telling totally needs to change, and just Seth's like invited him over, and he interrupted the the fist fight match. Uh, I can't remember what the actual title was, but yeah, it was really six man fist fight where really it was just like a no holds barred match. Yeah, the main event of, of Raw. It's, I just think it's dope that that he's in such a high spot there. Like, even though he lost a three match feud, which is which is shitty. You don't want to lose three matches in a row. Like, I would generally be like, that's awful. But it seems like they have an actual direction for why they did it, which is rare. Mm-hmm. It's rare for WWE. Although I'm hearing things a lot that Monday nights are getting better, which with Paul Heyman at the helm, mm-hmm. not entirely surprising. But they are still doing the whole Rusev Lana. Uh, still doing Bobby that. Bobby Lashley 
stuff. Yep. That's the, as long as the Bobby Lashley Rusev Lana storyline is going, there's no way I'm tuning in. I'm sorry. Well, it's trash. I, I will say Rusev hasn't signed his contract yet, and he actually he put on his Twitter um, at soon to be free agent. So he is sussing out what he's doing right now. <laughs> good, good. Get that money, Rusev. Get that money. Go somewhere where you can like control your own online stuff. You do your because he he's entertaining as fuck. He could do a YouTube channel mm-hmm. and be successful. Like I don't know. I just I feel like uh, he's probably just using it as a bargaining chip. Chip like Randy Orton did though. Yeah, I <laughs> I, I, I honestly I can't because his certain style. I I can't picture where else it would work. Like, mm. As but like he's a great personality. He's a great superstar, but. I don't know. Maybe just the fact that have some space so he doesn't have to deal with this whole storyline. Maybe. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. What's this uh, What's this stuff about Brock Lesnar? So Brock Lesnar's enti- entering the Royal Rumble at number one, right? Yes. I wanted to talk about this last week, but I forgot about it uh, because it's WWE. So he's entering the Royal Rumble at number one. Is he putting the title on the line? No. So it's... Um, what's the fucking point? <laughs> they're trying to kind of a la um, the... The New Japan, like, just if the champion wins, he can kind of choose his challenger. I think that's what they... But it, Brock's not going to last at the Rumble. Like, just someone's going to throw him out and... Uh, Five people will throw him out at once, and then they will face <laughs> off in the elimination chamber. Kane Velasquez right? will eliminate him. He'll... That'll, oh, that'll God, no. I don't know. Don't give us another Kane Velasquez moment. God damn. No. Uh, yeah, Brock Lesnar. Uh, just like if you get why have the champion in the fucking rumble it defeats the whole purpose of the rumble it makes no sense to me and i get like okay let the story play out greg i get that like okay there are places they could go with it that could be interesting Mm -hmm. but i don't trust them i don't trust them to do that it it was a bizarre reason as well because paul Heyman he announced it for brock obviously but he's saying how brock wants to prove that he can defeat everyone like he doesn't need to prove it he's a multi-time universal WWE yeah. champion, final boss, like he's proven it all the time. Like the the narrative is like a he's a part timer, he doesn't care. Which weirdly enough, he's been on every uh, Raw this year, which is a good start. <laughs> yeah, that's two Raws, right? <laughs> yes, two, three Raws. Yeah, <laughs> two, three Raws. Yeah, look, here's here's how I would book it if I was Vince McMahon, just to test how far. I can fuck with people and still have them tune into WrestleMania, right? Mm. Brock Lesnar outlasts everyone in the Royal Rumble. Just as they come in, he tosses them over mm-hmm. and he stands around waiting. And they come in and he tosses them over and he's, they stand around waiting. And it's just the most boring Royal Rumble match ever. Fuck it, right? <laughs> just open the show with that and then close with a really hot women's Royal Rumble. No one's going to give a shit, okay? And then fast forward to WrestleMania and he doesn't choose an opponent. He just He just comes out and he's just like, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna sit here and read a book and he can just sit and read his hunting magazine in the middle of the ring and collect his paycheck and just sit there and just flip through a magazine and get booed for twenty minutes or ten minutes or however long you want to do it and and print money. That's that's my booking for Brock Lesnar twenty twenty. So instead of Teddy Hart reading a book in the middle of the ring, like Brock's gonna do it better, is that what you're saying? Oh he's he's not gonna read it out loud to the crowd. It's not gonna be that. <laughs> oh, okay. He's just he's just gonna bring his magazine to the ring and he's just gonna be like, I'm I'm slotted for a ten minute match and uh I I get to choose my opponent. I choose no one. I'm gonna read this magazine. Y'all can go fuck yourselves. Like <laughs> why not? 
Just take it to the nth degree. Like, I feel like that's what Vince McMahon wants to do. Just pay this guy for nothing. It'll be great. They trademarked his name. Like, WWE have actually officially got the trademark for the name Brock Lesnar now. You know what? I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I I would watch that. I would watch that. You want to bring me back into the fold? That's how you do it. (laughs) I want to see how far you can flip us off. And then I'll start tuning back in again. Like, this is entertaining to me now. Uh, (laughs) But no, I'm a big fan of Buddy Murphy getting a huge spot. That's that's my thing I want to say about WWE this week. Best kept secret. Uh, no longer secret was out for many many months so yeah i'm yeah, glad they're doing no, it's been out for a couple of years couple, at this point yeah so much. let's 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 talk about some stuff that we've actually watched yes uh asaka ben uh yep. you were at mcw this yes. week right mcw vendetta so vendetta yeah let us know how it went man oh uh, well we started off uh like i said on the last episode that adam brooks and slicks are not like advertised for this show at all but it started off, Brooksy was out <laughs> and uh, addressed the crowd. And then uh, I, I found it notable that in his promo, he was, uh, I think he was having a bit of a go at Slex and he's saying like, I haven't uh, signed any fancy contract. Duh, duh, duh. And it's like, uh, what was that promo like four or five months ago where you said that oh, somebody finally did get you to sign on the dotted line? And then you're like, yeah, they, oh, they, he's they, going. You know? But he had to, he had to finish. He had fin- unfinished business first. So I don't think he signed on the dotted line. Oh, I thought he said he did. I think he's no. He said oh. that they finally someone finally showed up with a contract. Oh, okay. But I said, but I said I have I have things to do in MCW first. Yeah. yeah. All right. Okay. So I've been under the impression all this time that he the, the implication was that he had signed with somebody and just uh, waiting for that time to to start. He's anyway. Sorry, Mysterious? He's had offers, like quite a few, yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, so Slex came out and he goes, I want my rematch. So go, here we go. And um, they just put an absolutely fucking awesome match to start the show. It's like, let's do this match right now. And when that match finished, it's like, fucking hell, that was awesome. I could go home happy <laughs> right now after the first match. That's it. Show's over. Yeah. Thank you for coming. And yeah. then... um. So there was Leo Pratt. So is he from WA or Adelaide? I hadn't heard of this guy before. He must have been. He's from Darwin. Oh, Wait, okay. hang on. So who? So, so Brooksy retained though. Oh yeah, Brooksy retained. retained. Yeah, like there was I was like, following uh, just for the people playing at home. Yeah. I was following along with the Twitter. I was watching PWA yeah. that night, not in person, but like on on Ovo play. But I was following along with the Twitter, and I was like, "Oh, Slex and Adam Brooks, Ben will be happy." Yeah. <laughs> so it was it was good. And yeah. there was two near falls where I bought that Slex was winning because he said in his promo at the start that he wants to go take the belt to like show up on Ring of Honor TV holding the MCW. All right, Will Osprey, mm-hmm. all that stuff. Uh, yes, then. all right, Osprey. Isn't that what Osprey said? I want to go down to, to the. I want to walk down the ramp at the Tokyo Dome holding the MCW title. Like, did he say that? Right, okay, I'm sure he said that. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. So Jet Rooker versus Leo Pratt. We had a uh, Richie Taylor and Mike Burr against the Philippe brothers. Danny Psycho versus Royce Chambers. So I think it's the second time I've seen Royce Chambers. Like. Like this was a pretty impressive match. This one, you know, just Danny Royce, Royce Chambers is the fucking man, you dude. Like he's so yeah. good. Psycho's yeah. like just so huge, muscular build, but he can still like it's so impressive the stuff that he does still. Mm-hmm. And uh, the women's number one contenders match. I haven't got the results down here. I just uh, I can't remember. Avery all. beat Kellyanne. Yeah. Avery beat Kellyanne, mm-hmm. and then uh, had the Hartley Jackson in a no DQ match against Caveman Arg. Like Caveman Arg. Like I think he's just so clever with that gimmick, like 
just what it demands for that role. You know, like the interaction with the crowd is just so simple, like oh, oh, all this sort of stuff, and and just like the the lack of cardio. I guess you've got to do it to to look. Like he just looks the part. Like caveman, it's so awesome. I think I've only seen him like three times. But were one of you guys saying that um, he's moved to Melbourne now? Allegedly, yeah, Allegedly, that's what yeah. I've heard. Yeah, so yeah. might see a bit more of him on MCW. And then uh, the show closed out with uh, Will Osprey defeating Dowie James in just like an absolutely awesome match. Like absolutely love this. This was just great. Like Will Osprey is off to. Excellent year already, like the um, the January fourth match against Hiromu, and now this one. And um, I cannot wait to see this match, man. I cannot yeah. wait. I think has it been uploaded to MCW Encore yet? I don't think it has. I haven't uh, got the notification on my Vimeo app. I'm not. Oh, I don't know. I don't. Know. I'm not subscribed yeah, to that no. because I just go to the show. So, well, I get a notification when it pops up, like MCW have uploaded a new video, and I haven't gotten a notification yet. Must so, be soon because uh, I feel yeah, like it's like I'm less hoping than seven this days. weekend because I've got I've got a bit of time this weekend where I'm like I can fit in a show or two. I hope I hope it comes out. Yeah. If you're listening, MCW, I want to watch this show because I want to watch that fucking match because Dowie James and Will Ospreay like. How can you not want to watch that match? We had Lucky Hendricks came out at one stage during the show. He came down from the upstairs. Yes, Rather than yes that's what I was thinking. I'm like, how do you top? How do you top Adam Brooks and Slex opening the show? Well, you top it uh, with at some point Lucky Hendricks yeah, coming so, back to MCW. So yeah. he's just doing his like savior gimmick, I suppose. Like this sort of like a cult leader guru type of thing. Uh, so so like positive thinking. Cult leader, no. Is he the guru or has he found a guru? Oh, I guess he's, Is there another person? The, the cat's the guru, isn't it? it on, on his Instagram or his socials, he said his spiritual guru was his cat who's named Trunks of yeah. Dragon Ball Z. Right. So he's discovered hard drugs. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's uh, right. Like he found, he ate the wrong mushrooms. He's he's tried to go on one of these weird wacky diets where mushrooms help you get even fitter, right? And he's eaten the wrong mushrooms, and now he thinks his cat is god. He he's releasing some of his um uh, self help advice. I think soon, like he's talking about a few things like that. He's he's got something going on. I'm digging it, man. I'm digging it. I love Lockie Hendrix. I love the Loverboy stuff, and I love this already. I'm so fucking on board for this. Everyone go listen to, in my opinion, the best interview. And, like, I think I'm the best interviewer in Australian <laughs> wrestling media. I'm just putting that out there. I like my interviews. I think I give good interview. You do, but you do. I, I Thank you. Thank you. I think I give good interview. But I do not give best interview because the best Aussie wrestling interview I've ever heard, in my opinion – my opinion, for what it's worth, was uh, Loverboy Lucky Hendricks sitting down out of character and doing a shoot interview with On The Turnbuckle. I, I mean, holy shit. Like, it's just, it's it's so worth a listen. Just go listen. And this guy gets wrestling, man. Like, I fucking love Loverboy Lucky Hendricks. And people need to, like, follow him, find him on social media, check out his stuff because he's he's insane. Like, he's so dedicated to the craft of the character and the story. And that's what gets me. And that's, I, I love Loverboy Lockie Hendricks. I can't mm. wait to see where this goes. Cause you know, he has it mapped out in his head mm-hmm. for like a year or two story. You oh, know, at least. so I, I can't wait to see how it goes. Another, just a random highlight from the show was after, like during the cleanup of uh, Hartley Jackson and Caveman Ugg, was it finished with a, a table break? And then 
the ring crew get in with a broom to to sweep up. Like there was just so much debris. Like this table just exploded in such a way that normally you just like snap in two, but it's just like so much shit everywhere. And the guy's trying to sweep it out, but there was still like bits all over the place. A lot of like Andy Coyne gets back in the ring, the ring announcer, and he's like trying to go on to the next bit. And the crowd just like erupt into a one more sweep, one more sweep. And he's like, no, 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 we're not having this. And then the crowd just start fucking booing him. I don't know if this would, I guess this would make um the tape thing, wouldn't it? And then he's like, fine. Like, and he waves like Tom, who's the uh, the guy with the broom. He goes, he grabs the broom out and lifts it up. And the crowd's like, yes! And he gets in and he, the, then the, the crowd's slowly doing the, oh! and, and then he does the sweep. The fuck, it was funny. Just one of those Wrestling like, is live ridiculous. experiences. Uh, and then <laughs> after the main event, uh, Will Ospreay, like he cut this big promo and he said, oh, I'm not sure if he had said, oh, at the next show, but he said we're going to get um, Bullet Club versus uh, Chaos. Right, so, yeah. Like, yeah. And then he got Tom to to sweep him out of the ring <laughs> with, <laughs> with the broom as well. So just a fun night at the, at the wrestling. Good. Uh, can we talk about Crackerjack too? Just quickly? Uh, yeah, yes. I sent. I passed on that video. I didn't know if you guys had seen that already. I hadn't seen it. No. I want. I want that three and a half minutes of my life back. Like, <laughs> what the fuck was that? They're just playing with blood. Just like what I. What? It's like he's having like a blood transfusion done or something. Like they take no, they're taking what? blood samples and then they're taking they just blood samples, like it everywhere. Enough for a bucket, but then they don't. That like they just fill the bucket. Yeah, just why did you need to have that? Why did you need to have that intermediate step of putting them in the vials if you were just going to pour all the vials into the bucket? Just put the drip, the court straight into the. I don't. There was just so much wrong with it. And then just shooting vital. <laughs> the way he was looking at the nurse before she started with that music stuff, as well. Way, yeah. Oh man, what? <laughs> just. <laughs> Cracker Jack returns, though, in 2020, which is amazing. Wonderful news. Hallelujah. Uh, Cracker Jack is one of the most entertaining men in wrestling. Mm-hmm. Full stop. Uh, he single-handedly carried the one-fall shows. I shouldn't say that because there was a lot of really good talent on those shows. Uh, but he, he made the one-fall shows tolerable, right? Did when he that wrestle whole on thing happened. No, he commentated. Oh, okay. <laughs> and his commentary... It was brilliant. He said everything we were thinking. Uh, <laughs> I need to watch those things. Is there a way to watch them? Because I know they were like on like public access or something, weren't they? I don't know, man. I don't know if they ever actually made it to TV. They were streamed live oh, okay. on um, on a on the what was the there was like a streaming service that people used for a while. Uh, Wrestle Rampage used it as well. And I've completely forgotten the name of it. The only thing I can think of right now is Overplay. And it wasn't Overplay. It was it was some other thing that let people like do live streams. And uh, it was great. It was like $10 to buy it. I'm going to just quickly go to YouTube and see if it's on YouTube anywhere. Uh, so this is going to be thrilling podcast audio for people. They've, as I type randomly turned back up on um, Facebook just sharing other Australian wrestling stuff now. Whereas I, I'd forgotten that yeah, evening. Well, I mean, they were always a uh, like a news kind of thing. Oh, okay. But then they actually did their studio superstars. They tried to become a wrestling company. They did like five, and, five uh, shows, five episodes in just two days or something, didn't they? Or I can't remember. I think it was over two weeks. Yeah. Because yeah. they were on Wednesdays. It's like, this is a random time. Yeah. To put- 
But it was great. Like, you get home from work, you kick back and watch some live Aussie wrestling. It was yeah. great. Uh, it didn't pan out for them, unfortunately. Uh, apparently not anyone can run a wrestling show. But, like, they they, they gave a good go of it. Mm-hmm. And they brought us live streaming, right? Which leads us to me being able to watch PWA Black Label on a Saturday night, you know, whilst whilst doing my Uber Eats thing, just having the laptop sitting next to me playing PWA Black Label. Because it was a quiet night on Saturday. And so I was mostly sitting in the parking lot watching wrestling and uh, eating food. <laughs> so it was it was good. Thank you, OneFall, for bringing... No, not the... no, of course not the customer's food. <laughs> you know, we're allowed to do that, though. Really? Well, you got to make sure it's not tainted. No, like if you... If you have to like you go to their place and then if, if no one answers you text and if no one answers the text you call if no one answers the call you start a timer and then if uh, no one if they don't come get their food within five minutes of you starting the timer then you have to dispose of the food safely how many times mm-hmm. does this happen uh, for you it's called the mystery lunch special and I've had it happen once, but it didn't happen like that. What happened was it was on new year's day and it was some drunk motherfucker forgot where he was and put the wrong address. in, <laughs> Right. And so, so he, uh, he was like, Oh shit, I've ordered this to the wrong address from the wrong McDonald's. I need to cancel and go to the other McDonald's. And so they called me like, just as I'd pulled up at this house and they called me and they're like, hi, uh, we're calling about this order. And they're like, uh, he's cancelled it. Just dispose of the food safely. And I was like, I will do that. And we <laughs> ate lunch for free that day. It was great. Oh, the perks of the job. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, but no, but I was watching PWA Black Label was my point. Um, and so there's bits and pieces where I was out on jobs and I didn't see, uh, you know, full uh, intricacies of certain matches. But uh, there's a few huge things that I want to talk about here. Mm-hmm. Um, first of all, Big Fudge yes, and Sam Osborne had a match this week at Swordfight. Uh-huh. Both of them have never won a match in PWA. So no matter what, like on Black Label, right? No matter what, someone's losing streak was ending yes. here. And of course, you think it's Sam Osborne, right? Because the whole gimmick with Big Fudge is he never wins. He won! Big Fudge won a match! <laughs> 2020 is the year of the fudge. <laughs> uh, I loved on the PWA socials, like it showed Sam Osborne going back into the locker room and just Matty Wahlberg, like, the babes are just laughing their ass off at him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. God. I'm just, I'm still in shock. And like, you know, there's people in the crowd doing the undertaker face, you know, right. Like when he lost the streak, <laughs> huh? like what the hell's going on? Big fudge won a match. It was, it was amazing. Obviously, Sam Osborne's being courted by uh, MMA. Mm. That being uh, the well, fuck. I know it's MMA, but I forget his name now. Uh, the management agency. Yeah. What's his name? Ah. Uh. Is it the, the 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 announcer guy, the commentary guy from 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 O O O T? Uh, I've lost it. Sorry. Fuck. O T T over in over in. Is that Ireland? Scotland. Is that Mav? Gillis? Something Mav with Gillis an M. Man, it's something with an M and it's killing me that I don't know it. But yeah, he's got his management agency. I feel real bad that I've forgotten his name. But there it is. He's got the management agency and he wants to turn all of all of Sam Osborne's can'ts 
into cans mm. and he's carrying around actual cans, which is hilarious. I find it hilarious. And this MMA thing's amazing. And so Sam Osborne is going to have to sign on with MMA in order to start picking up wins, right? Like that's where it's going. Mm. Yeah. I'm keen for it. I'm keen for it. But Big Fudge is a winner now. I don't know what to make of this information. Like, all I can say is Big Fudge for Coliseum. Or... It has to, like, come on. If Big Fudge had never won, right? And let's, let's, we go into 2020 and he has like a, a, a bit of a winning streak. If he has a streak. For the first know. couple of months. Yep. He, 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 he starts winning more matches. He's, he's getting confident. Put Big Fudge in Coliseum. Have Big Fudge go to the final, man. You know? Mm. Oh, man. I, I just, I, I think there's so much potential in this Big Fudge story. Because Big Fudge is actually a really good wrestler. He is. Like, he's, he's a better personality, that's all. But he's incredible. He's incredible at what he does. And he makes people feel things. And he, I just, I'm so in on Big Fudge. And uh, and I'm I'm really keen to see where this plays out. Because I can't see it going anywhere but Big Fudge Coliseum. I th- that's where it has to go in my mind. I want Big Fudge in Coliseum. If I don't get Big Fudge in Coliseum, I will still go to Coliseum because I love <laughs> PWA. But please have Big Fudge in Coliseum. Please. Uh, Ricky South is getting his own show. For the boys. Yeah, Rick South for the boys uh, as part of Mardi Gras month, I believe. Mm-hmm. Perfect timing. Which is it. pretty cool. Yeah. And it's it's looking, looking like it, it could potentially be a sellout. Like tickets are going really fast already. Front row's so. already sold out. I saw before we sat down. And uh, they've got a couple of big matches announced so far, like a big steel cage match. Yeah. Yeah, well, well, we'll get to that. That's that's like the headline. Yeah. That's my headline story here for PWA Swordfight, man. So don't steal my thunder. <laughs> um, MK plus Ultra stole the tag titles. Yep. They won so they they, they they won the match by count out, but you can't win the titles by count out. And they just sort of picked them up and walked off. Yeah. Uh, which is which is you know that's what you do when you're a dick heel, right? Mm-hmm. Michael Spencer is like the prince of all dicks in PWA. So. I'm I'm keen for this. I I just love the way PWA tell their stories, man. I'm keen. Uh, the prefects uh having some issues, like the prefects lost to AJ and Reese Angel, who are a new team. And like I was actually driving through part of this match, so I didn't quite get the story here, but I get the idea that uh like Reese Angel is obsessed with AJ. I'm not sure what's going on there. But then you've got the prefects, and that are they still the prefects? One of them's a prefect, but uh. You know, Jimmy Townsend, he's still a prefect because he has to repeat, but Billy Preston is the graduate mm. Billy Preston, right? Because he graduated now. And so that's that's interesting to see what's going to happen there. Is there going to be some kind of split? Um, is he going to be known as the graduate moving forward? He came out with like the cap and gown and stuff. And it's like, yes, this is amazing. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm keen to see where it goes. Uh, Blackshirt, cool group had one of the best matches of the night, in my opinion, against Edith Knight and Gavin McGavin. Edith Knight can go, man. How long has she been going for? I only just debuted last year. Holy crap. Mm. She's got some talent, man. I like you need some polish or whatever, but like I, I, I enjoyed that match a lot. And it's it's hard not to have a good match when you're in there with, I mean Gavin McGavin's a fucking he's one of my favorite wrestlers in the country. So um but yeah, we also had uh, the nations ultimately defeating the babes. Mm-hmm. But even though that sword fight story is kind of the name, the name of the show, it wasn't the headline coming out no. because Jessica Troy beats Steph Delander uh, by disqualification mm-hmm. in their PWA title match, and Steph Delander was just basically like, 
we're having a cage match. We're having a cage match. Yeah. Next month, you me steel cage. Jessica Troy was like, "Shit, yeah, let's do it." So they're, they're having a fucking cage match. So, Ma- someone fly me to Sydney, please. <laughs> I want Mardi Gras weekend. Um, my money's on Steph. No, really? I re- just MCW title, PWA, like PWWA title. I can see it. It's the the powerhouse. I don't know. Like, I love Jessica Troy. Uh, I'm such a Jessica Troy mark, though. Yeah, I'm such a Jessica Troy mark. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about this. (laughs) I, I, I can see like just uh, because Steph is just such that like got all that raw power and just in a steel cage match, you just want. You just want to see on Mardi Gras, she's just going to throw, fling Jessica Troy all around the ring, all over the cage. Mm. Just, yeah, I can see it happening personally. Uh, but uh, uh, Look, if it's going to happen, it's going to happen inside a cage, I can see. But, you know, you can still tap out to an armbar in a cage. Anyway, uh, that was the, the big headline coming out to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, just, just fucking incredible. Uh, and also how Mick Moretti still manages to get more and more ripped every every month and just more and more talented all the time. He's the best wrestler in Australia. I'm putting it out there. Like... If anyone votes for anyone else in the poll, they're wrong. End of story. Just, just putting that out there. Just meet point, yep. Yeah, but he's, uh, for sure, for me, uh, as far as I'm concerned, undisputed, best wrestler in the country right now. Asaka Ben. Yes. Did you watch PWA this week? No. Fake I, fan Ben. That's your I, new name. I don't have OVO or whatever it's called. OVO. <laughs> it's OVO. one word. OVO. Mm-hmm. So I thought it was is that really? Is it an acronym? What is it? No, it's OVO. It's isn't, OVO, isn't, that, OVO. isn't that a biscuit with coconut on it or something? That's an Oreo? No, that's not an Oreo. Vo- Vovo? Volvo? Vo- Vovo. Iced, Vovo. Iced Vovo. Dude, Iced Vovos are fucking delicious, man. Now I'm hungry. Shit. You can't be it's eating them and going to the gym. Jeez. Oh, man. Okay, anyway, that's why I'm sore. Too many Iced Vovos. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, well, we're going to call you Fake Fan Ben now because you – you got to watch PWA. I'm putting this on you. This it, at some point, you're gonna have to watch a, a PWA show this year. You so have to. If my girlfriend and I tap out of watching Dynamite every week, then maybe uh, maybe I can say we can switch over to. Oh, well, that's only once a month. No, what does that Vovo thing? Does that have? Does that get your green label as well, or is it just the? Yeah, it gets your PWA black label, green label. Their academy shows. It also gets you Newcastle Pro Wrestling as well, which okay. is you know another really great show to watch. Uh, but you, you mentioned Dynamite there. Mm-hmm. Uh, how close are you to tapping out of Dynamite? Because their Bash at the Beach episode yeah, this was, was good. I literally finished it two up. minutes before we yeah. jumped on to record. So. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. yeah. Um, I kind of was double watching a couple of things. But yeah. It was a good <laughs> it was- episode. Definitely way better than that crap they put out last week. So much better than <laughs> so last week. So much better than last week. That fucking tag match though. But I will say this though. Like they're just going with Page and Omega, ultimately to have them feud, right? Uh, I'd say so. And that's kind of a WWE move, putting together a tag team, making them a top contender for a title that they shouldn't be because they're not a real tag team, and then they feud and break up and fight. Like uh, it's kind of, uh, you the- you want to say you're an alternative. They've been building Don't up to this, this for about shit. three weeks, though, haven't they? So it's not like they yeah. just it's like WWE would have been like put them in this like tonight's episode, 
and then you've got the title match, and then you'd you'd turn. At least they've uh, slowly done it. Yeah, they have done it slower, and it has been more built up, and there is more reason to it because you know Hangman Page. The, well, they they both had a bit of a losing streak, right? Page and yeah. Omega mm-hmm. both had a bit of a losing streak, and and Page is sort of on the outs with the elite. He's like not feeling like he's one of them, and so I get it. Like it's, but it still just feels like you got. Don't say you're an alternative. Just say we're going to do the same thing, but we're going to do it better. Because more and more as I watch it, I'm like, it doesn't feel like an alternative to WWE so much as it feels like a different take on the same WWE thing. Because they're still doing the variety show. They still have, you know, Orange Cassidy showing up to do the funny bits. By the way, Orange Cassidy's fucking over as hell. Oh, yeah. Always. Like the most over guy in the building almost. Um, But I don't know. It just feels like it's an alternative by default but it doesn't feel as different as I thought it would. Does that make sense? It does. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, have you heard yeah. the, uh, I think it was PW insider or a couple, like they were actually reporting how Tony Khan, he actually like meticulously goes through like old WCW, like the, the boom periods from there. And he tries to craft the stories for AW kind of like that. Right. So he's a big WCW yeah. guy. So, yeah. Uh, Wait till they, they're going to hire Eric Bischoff next, though, are they? I liked WCW by default as a kid because it was the one that we got to watch easier. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. I, I, don't know, I don't know if I actually liked it. I've got to go back and watch some on the network, but that would require paying money to WWE, which I'm not really willing to do at this point. But anyway, uh, the match was incredible, though. Oh, yeah. I don't want to talk match by match for AEW, but I do just want to say that this week's was way better. And that was something that stood out to me though, was that specific Mm storyline. Can we just talk about like Brandy had her first match in AEW. Um, I don't know if she did on the pay-per-views back before they actually dynamite kicked off. I can't remember back that far. Um, I was a little bit checked out. I was, I was on the phone to my girlfriend while this match was going on. Was, how did she go? And that Mel just, I didn't fully realize that she actually was a wrestler, but, uh, Trading, yeah, just trading, Mel. Yeah. Just Mel. <laughs> was that match all right? Uh, or the crowd seemed pretty dead from what I could tell. It was okay. Right, yeah, it was okay. Statlander was the star. Yeah, yeah. it was meant to be yeah. Kong in there, but she got injured, so that's why Brandy got um got replaced her. Uh, okay, all right. Yeah, and you got the Japanese deathmatch legend out there too. Yeah, Luther. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, no, I, I don't know. Overall, any other major things stand out for you guys from from the show this week? Did the look of it, the, yeah, the it set, everything on was the whole. It was. Oh it yeah, dude, so cool. good, yeah. so good. That's something I fucking love about AEW, and 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 I hope WWE are taking notes. Like just just having the show look different sometimes mm-hmm. is so good. Is next week's episode on a boat? What's going on there? We've got uh, the raging cruiser or something. I think we're going to get some dynamite tapings or some matches taped from Chris Jericho's Rock and Roll Rager, I think it's called. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm. All right. Yeah. 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 They kept talking about uh, it, but I wasn't sure. It's was like, is this going to be like some like real crazy WSW, like hog wild, actual wrestling on a beach? Like, what are we going to get? get? Get it on a boat. It would be incredible. Walk and the I plank think, match. Rick Flair's. Why, why not do a live episode from the, the cruise? Like, that would be amazing. Yeah. Hmm. I, I, Technologically, you could do it shortly. Yeah, I'm sure they'd be able to. Sammy Guevara can just like live stream it from his phone. It'll be fine. Yeah, hell yeah. Let's do. Are you guys on the Darby Allen train yet? By the way, 
Yeah, I, I never, enjoy him. I never lost it. I never got off. Okay, well, I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure if you guys were on the Darby Allen train because I've been a Darby Allen uh, fan. You know, he says his stuff in in fucking involved. Like, I'm, I'm a big fan of Darby Allen, and I think he's amazing. And uh, and I haven't really heard your guys' takes on Darby Allen. It's my so. girlfriend's favorite wrestler, so even if I didn't like him, I wouldn't say that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I'd I'd be worried about that man. He's an attractive dude. Oh. He's an he's, he's an attractive and attainable dude. He's, the more <laughs> he's attainable. You don't say much for him, are you? No, like he's he doesn't he doesn't seem like you know. I don't know how to explain what I just said without making it sound like an insult, but it's not. <laughs> it's not an insult at all, yeah. right? I'm just saying, Darby Allen. Attainable. I'd do him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I chose the wrong word. Yes, clearly, you chose poorly. Uh, not gonna, I chose poorly. That's not gonna. I'm not gonna live that down. I haven't gotten around to watching NXT yet, so there's not really. I don't know what what there is to talk about there. Does anyone know what happened on NXT? Uh, we, we mentioned the Battle Royal, um, right? No. Mercedes Martinez. Yeah, yeah uh, the undisputed era. Like they kind of, they attack Keith Lee. Like I'm pretty sure he might be. Uh, in line to maybe go after Cole next for the title. At the moment, they're trying to um, focus on the World Collide, I think it is, the NXT, NXT UK yeah. Clash show, because it's Imperium versus Undisputed Era. So they're. Right, NXT UK had a takeover this week. They did, yeah. By the way. <laughs> so I got to get to that this weekend, maybe, because I, I love the NXT UK takeovers, to be fair. I don't like watching the, the weekly show, mm-hmm. uh, it just drags to me, but the. They've got a lot of talent, and uh, the takeovers are good shows. Yeah, because um, we, we have the Dusty Classic tag tournament going still. Um, oh, yeah, dude, yeah, Ben. Does that make you want to watch NXT? The Time Splitters uh, are in the Dusty Classic. I don't think I. I don't think I saw Alex Shelley from when in my days of watching New Japan. I think that was a bit before I started watching. So, okay. Yeah, but yeah, because um, Alex Kishida, has, I forgot, forgot of- Kishida even existed. To, like he d- completely dropped off the map from the uh, the circles that I hang around in when it comes to New Japan talk. It's like, oh yeah, he, oh, he, he used re- to be. He's retired. Yeah, yeah, he's retired. He's moved to the retirement village in Florida. The, the Lion King um, meme, you know, he's over there. We don't talk about that place. Graveyard. <laughs> 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 Never go to the top. Yeah, yeah, nice. Uh, but no, I, I'm I'm keen to see Alex Shelley in NXT. Yeah, um, we had Swerve. He's the new number one contender for the NXT Cruiserweight title. Um, Bianca Belair won at that Battle Royal, so she's the number one contender for the women's title. Uh, nice. Yeah. Belair versus Rhea is a good match. Absolutely. Yeah. Now, now it's all spoiled for me. I don't know if I'm going to want to watch it. No, I still want to watch it. I want to see the. Ti- I want to see the time splitters. Mm-hmm. I want to see the time splitters in NXT. I'm, I'm keen for that. Uh, but no, I, I wanted to talk about uh, AEW as well getting renewed. Mm-hmm. Oh yes, did you guys see this today? Yeah, they're. they're I'm not keen on watching two episodes of anything a week. Oh, we don't know what. Yeah, yeah, we don't know what it is. So dynamite, we don't know yet. But dynamite has been extended through 2023, mm-hmm. and there's an option for them to go to 2024 for much bigger money. And this makes AEW profitable Mm -hmm. in their first year of business, which is huge. Yep. Like most businesses don't make a profit in the first year. It's not not even a whole year yet. Yeah. No, but I think it said it makes them profitable in 2020. Yeah. So yeah. So that's pretty crazy. It's, it's a pretty huge milestone. And even Tony Khan, like in the 
press release or whatever sounds like like he didn't even expect it to happen this quickly uh for them to renew it but they've also got a second show potentially coming for an hour something taped on wednesdays mm-hmm. now the question is will it be more wrestling will it be kind of like dark will it be like a studio show we don't know what it's going to be so uh, but if it's if it is another hour of wrestling mm. there's so much wrestling dude I, mm. I feel like it would be like the how the bucks like uh having takeout or with like their interview show that they have well you know what like that. You, you know what they could do like why not just put uh like remember the road two shows mm-hmm. the road two shows were brilliant and they actually told stories in my opinion the road two shows for like uh all out and double or nothing and these shows before they had tv their road two shows told the stories almost better than they're telling them now yeah that's fair in a lot of ways in a lot of ways the stories were easier to follow uh better built up and like the way it drip fed information so i i was a big fan of that i would like to see a show in that kind of format uh more cody promos just like completely black background i just yeah doing the emotion like love it and maybe break it up maybe break it up with those like you said like the k the out of kayfabe interviews like in the the hotel rooms or mm-hmm. even even including being the elite what happened this week on being the elite and cut to being the elite like like have it be a studio show where you get some of the road to elements and also what happened this week on being the elite what happened this week on dark like let it be that kind of show and i feel like i could watch that yeah. you know like instead of having to watch all these other things if it's just in one nice tight little hour i think that's a that's a good way to go mm-hmm. but I don't know the fact that it's made them profitable in the first year and they're not going anywhere. Like it's great because uh, I I love the fact that, you know, you get the two, you get the teams. And so, you know, all the, all the AEW people are celebrating today. Like, Oh, WWE fanboys. And it's just like, can't you like stop fucking fighting each other? Like it's wrestling, you know? Anyway. Well, I've got no interest in watching uh, any eight. But there's not enough days in the week for me for that. So. Yeah, no. That's, uh, I mean, but, more uh, wrestling content. There's so much wrestling content already. There's so much wrestling content. Like, Ring of Honor, I have not watched in months now. Mm-hmm. Like, since not long after Madison Square Garden. Like, I just can't bring myself to watch it. But I might have to now because old mate Marty, all my friends are dead Skrull. <laughs> He's shocked the wrestling world. And signed a new contract with Ring of Honor, and he's he's got the book. He's there. And then the How same the day, Jay White he... gets announced for Supercard of Honor, and then we have got El Fantasmo and well, like the New Japan relationship looks like it's back on. It's being repaired. Has Marty Skrull ever booked a show in his life? <laughs> I, don't I don't think so. I don't know. No. Like, what the f- where did this come from? It's like this is the biggest contract they've ever offered anybody ever, and. He's on WWE money, apparently. Main event money, yeah. No, main roster. Main roster is sorry, main roster money. Yeah, um, main main roster money. So not like when people say WWE money, like there's, you know, in NXT, they get like, uh, I think it's like 30 or 40K. Yeah. Right. Which, I mean, that's American K, right? So that's still a lot of money in my opinion. Like that's, that's pretty good uh, considering they're getting paid to work out and wrestle. Like it's, uh, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. 
right? But anyway, the main roster money like is far above that again, and so he's on he's on main roster money, which is and he's a booker. Mm-hmm. I just I, I did anyone see this coming? Did anyone predict this? I knew they wanted to keep him. Everybody predicted him going to AEW. I thought, yeah, like they, I knew they wanted to keep him to stop him from going elsewhere. But they've kind of found the right way to keep him around by just offering him the world. <laughs> I mean, look, Ring of Honor Creative was trash in 2019. Just trash. Just abysmal. Just real awful shit. And so it can't be worse. Can he fire Bully Ray, you reckon? Oh, God. God, I hope. Does he have that power? And his wife. Can he do that? God. Uh, I don't know, man. All I know is it can't be worse, surely. With Party Marty Mm -hmm. (laughs) at the head of the booking table, it can't be worse. And if it is, mm-hmm. maybe it'll be comical, you know? Might do. And, like, he, the, the interesting thing as well with the contract, he can still work with um, NWA Power because he's doing stuff over there at the moment. Uh, that mm. relationship with the NWA is starting to come together again. He can work for New Japan if he's allowed to. Or even AEW, that could get patched up, kind of. Yeah. Fun fact, NWA Power is the easiest wrestling hour to watch mm. on television. Oh, yeah. it's amazing. Uh, it's it's taken the place of MLW for me. It's just that easy hour of just watching wrestling. And I love I love that they're bringing back uh the wrestler who looks like his main workout is getting in fights at bars. Yeah. You know? I, I love that. Have, is that what you're doing instead of actually going to the gym? Is this why you're so sore? Because you're just going to bars and fighting people for your workouts? <laughs> that's and not that's how you work out, right? Yeah. <laughs> that's how you work out in the NWA, the NWA way. <laughs> Manly men. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's how Trevor Murdoch works out. <laughs> that's how Zicky Dice rolls. See what I did there? <laughs> nice. The roll. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have, if you have to point out the joke, then it wasn't funny. Mate, no one laughed. So no, I got it. I had a smile. On I don't my know. Face. I don't know if it was an audio delay or if I'm just not funny. Okay, I just I had to try. Blame Telstra. Whatever. They're, they're the best. The jokes are the best when you explain them. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what doesn't need any explanation is the return of the quiz. Uh, can we talk about Impact? Hard to kill. Oh, oh shit! Yeah. How did I forget Impact? Of course, but, it was the last thing we were going to talk about, but I just but, skipped straight to the quiz. Yeah, I haven't watched shit. Impact for fucking years, like probably five years. But uh, it's this, all now. this Tessa Blanchard's first Sammy Callahan thing was coming up. I didn't go back like when they had their first match. Don't know how many months ago that was. Like I was like, oh, I probably should have watched that. That seemed like it was like like a big thing, and uh, I got hyped for the. Uh, by watching the, the promo video for this one, like a 10-minute video. It's like, yeah, yeah I'm going to watch this show. Um, that match wasn't the best match on the card. It was still a good match. Mm-hmm. And you know, obviously Tessa won, and that was right on the back of a lot of uh, negative press for her with all sorts of uh, really allegations timed, coming yeah. up. Tessa, Tessa the bully, interestingly timed. Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm just going to say that. Like, so she tweeted about supporting women, and look, here's the thing. Nobody hates women more than women. It's like right. nobody hates wrestling fan hates wrestling more than wrestling fans. Right. Yeah. Am I shocking the world by saying that though? That nobody hates women more than women? Like, oh, is that I, I don't know. Is that news to anyone? No, uh, it's right. coming out of your mouth. It's fine if you want to say it, but I don't know if I agree. <laughs> no, look, I mean, and Sammy Callahan hates women a lot, doesn't he? No. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> but, but look, here's the thing, though. Uh, you're 
she tweeted about women needing to support other women. And I guess it was bad because she's engaged in some bullying behaviors. And then everyone starts speaking up about the behaviors that she has had. Like, oh, were you supporting women when X? Were you supporting women when Y? And like a whole bunch of people just came at her. And I'm like, okay, maybe she is a bitch. I don't know. Maybe she is a bitch. But are you really empowering anyone, including yourself? Like, are you really sticking up for anyone by uh, like going at her like this? Yes. It was in response to her probably poorly worded tweet. If you're a bitch to people, don't go tweeting about supporting people, you know, mm. but I guess it's all subjective, right? Cause I mean, people say that I'm an asshole, but I think that I'm a, a purveyor of tough love, right? <laughs> Like, uh, no, like genuinely, I don't think I'm, I don't ever think I'm an asshole to anyone. Like I don't ever do anything that's not out of love. Mm. Right. So I, I, but people think I'm an asshole sometimes cause I'm very harsh in, in my words sometimes. So like, I don't know, maybe she's a bitch. Maybe she's not a bitch at the end of the day. That's not the story to me. The story to me is the timing of this right before her big world title match, mm-hmm. which ultimately she wins and becomes the first woman to ever hold a, a major world championship, yeah. right? Yeah. So it did take away. I felt like it took away, and like the way that the audience reacted, and and I had accidentally seen that she she'd won before watching the show, because you can't go on social media when you you want to watch a wrestling show. Yeah. Um, so it did. It, the whole thing took away. It felt a little bit sour, but. But that's the story but to me. Is in a few weeks, you're going to sort of forget feels- about the story and just remember that remember the victory and the yeah. And um, but that's the, the story to me is that it makes it sour when it could have just been this beautiful, amazing moment, but it's not because of the stories. And yeah, you can say okay, but the stories are true, and she's a bitch. Uh, but did it help you? Did it help but- anyone to have that out there in the world no. right before this huge moment? No, like. I just, I, I got so, I got so like mad at the time. I'm just like, just, just fucking, just leave it alone. Like, who cares? I, I, I looked know. into it a bit more because you have uh, Alison Kay, the um, NWA Women's Champion. She's the one who kind of spoke on behalf of one of her friends. Um, I can't remember the name of the wrestler, but that wrestler, they had um, patched things up now with Tessa and um, really Alison Kay and a couple others were really the ones who were really pushing this through and after Tessa won the title, she actually said, um, how does Tessa want to go down as like impact first world champion or, um, or another Moolah? It's just, well, that's a, that's a huge call. That's just, a huge call. Yeah. Yeah. I don't yeah. think she's done and could possibly done enough stuff to no, be called God, that. No. Yeah. Like, um, uh, yeah. See that to me, that's petty. That's yeah. petty. That's petty. And like, look, here we are three dudes commenting on it. And so people are going to hate that we're talking about it. So whatever. I don't give a shit. I just think the timing is a little bit convenient considering women hate women. And there's all the politics and backstage locker room. And you got this job and I didn't get that job and blah, blah, blah. And all that sort of stuff that happens in wrestling with the men too, by the way, uh, the men in wrestling are bitches too, putting it out there. So like just the it's way. Ego driven business. You've got to, yeah, you've got to you, you have an ego. To you have to have an ego about yourself, don't you? To, get far um now let me ask you guys this so impact first ever women woman as the the world champion mm-hmm. and uh did anybody care i care because i've been following the story because it's been happening for yeah. like eight but generally nine, like generally didn't make care. any headlines anywhere i don't think did, it made any mainstream news no like 
the the news story about Impact getting kicked off Twitch TV for or getting banned <laughs> off it or whatever that probably made more news. That made more headlines. <laughs> what, did they, what did they get banned for? I didn't see this. Um, but here's the thing: yep. like I was I was expecting it to be such a big moment. I'm like, Tessa's going to be invited on the View. Like it's going to be fucking huge, and nothing, nothing yet, nothing yet. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Maybe maybe when she goes to make her first defense. Mm-hmm. Maybe that'll be the big story. Like, I don't know. You'd think the winning would be the big story. <laughs> I, but, like, it was big to me. Yeah, absolutely. And you have um, as a tie of Valkyrie. Like, she actually, she wants to challenge uh, Tessa. Like, maybe, like, a mm. unifying, perhaps, of the belts or? Yeah, so do Impact have a bad PR department? Probably. Probably. I think that's the story. I think they have a bad PR department and they didn't have anyone to run the story for them. Uh, but Or maybe... They're just holding it off and they're like, once we have the two women fighting over the men's world championship or just the world championship mm. that was formerly held by only men, when we have two women, that's when we push it in the press. What are all the other women know. in, TNA, in Impact meant to do if they don't have a championship to go for? Do they have to – what if they don't want to wrestle against the men? Yeah, well, uh, they've, they have said this on their media calls and stuff that there are – some people in the company, men who don't want to wrestle women, women who don't want to wrestle men, and uh, they're not going to make them. Like, it's fine. You don't have to do that. Yeah. So I imagine the knockouts title will stick around. I don't think yeah. they'll unify. No. But I can see Ty are challenging for the world title. Mm. Yeah. And you can have two women going for the world title for the first time ever, right? But just don't say for the first time ever a million times. Yeah. Which I guess they're not at risk of because they don't have Michael Cole. But <laughs> just don't, just don't do that. And but as for the rest of the show, like I haven't seen Rob Van Dam for a long time. So like his character that he's playing is like, this is the most work he's put into a character ever. I think like he's finally <laughs> developed into this. I don't know. Is he like a bit of a fading rock star? Who's just like, he's so, so over the top cocky. And then he's got his girlfriend and his girlfriend's girlfriend. And he's too yeah. busy making out to bloody concentrate on wrestling. That, and that. That's why they got banned he, on Twitch because of his segment. Yeah. He really? absolutely yeah. destroyed Brian Cage on this. So wait, and then, hang on, hang on. Yep. This is important to me. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, do I think that Rob Van Dam's depiction of polyamory is uh <laughs> is it wholesome? Is it is it the best depiction of polyamory? <laughs> Not necessarily, but it is still a depiction of polyamory, and look, it's it's a real thing. There are people that have that. That's actually his life at the moment. Yeah. Just saying, like that's that's taken from the real world into, and they've oversexualized it because polyamory is not just about the sex. But Twitch are anti polyamory. Is that what I'm hearing from this? Or they they um like Twitch banned. Or was them it because of the nudity? The nudity. I, it feels like because of the nudity. Because like they they tried to be. But crafty. you didn't see anything. No, they tried to, they pixelated stuff and like, just, they thought they were clever. Was side boob. I don't know. There was side boob and there was pixelated boob. And like, I've seen Twitch streams where they're playing like really ridiculous, uh, like, uh, Japanese games. With, dating you know, simulators. I mean, yeah, the dating simulators or even fucking dead or alive beach volleyball, right? If you stream that, are you going to get banned? Come on. Yeah. Uh. Dead or Alive, the the beach volleyball Dead or Alive game, right, has just as much nudity as that clip did. Any Twitch so they, streamers out there, try streaming Dead or Alive and see what happens. Are they actually banned, or is it just like the episode taken down? Will they be back? What's what's the deal? Oh, they'll be back. It's that They haven't said okay. how long the ban's for, but it's just the fact that, oh, okay. yeah, they've that's the most out there they've gone with those kind of promos that RVD has done, so... 
Yeah. So yeah. Well, look, I'm taken from this. Here's here's this is my moment to be outraged. Twitch <laughs> is anti polyamory, <laughs> and Twitch is owned by Amazon. Therefore, Amazon is anti polyamory. Jeff Bezos is an evil overlord, and I will I refuse. I refuse to do anything with Amazon now, just like I refuse to do anything with WWE. Uh, not really, because uh, Amazon have really good shipping deals if you're a Prime member. So I'm about to get an advert, are we? Just, well, just putting that out there. Just putting quickly that out there. before you get onto the quiz. Uh, so Brian Cage got destroyed, and then what? Half an hour later, everyone's reporting Brian Cage signs with AEW, and then uh, what? A couple of hours later, it's like, uh, no, he's not. No, like what is going on? He's not going to internet. AEW. Internet. That's the internet. They fucking got no one, they no one carried away no super knows. quick with that. But probably not. His, his wife debunked yeah. the rumor, like, because everyone's saying it was confirmed, and Melissa Santos just went, like, uh, no, he's not signed. So maybe he just didn't tell her. <laughs> but uh, overall, watching Impact for the first time in years, it was a good show. I wouldn't say it was worth the $31. It certainly would have been worth $15.50, mysterious. But um, I'm sorry. never mind that. I had something come up. <laughs> Kidding. I've been holding on to that. What are you? I'm glad cats, you guys upheld the law. Yes. Yes, that was um, why we did it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's <laughs> get into quiz? this quiz, Ben Tokyo, because it's getting late. Okay. My phone's on 14% sorry, battery. Sorry, Osaka Ben. Then. Was that? Osaka Ben, yeah. Osaka okay. Ben, yeah. Not Ben Tokyo. My bad. So mainly, I guess we are focused. The theme is a bit about uh, impact and... Hard mm-hmm. to kill, and it was in Dallas. But uh, the buzz right. in is, I want you to buzz in with a New Year's resolution that you you wish you could do. All right, uh, that, I, quest- that I wish I could do. Well, like yes. wishes in like we can't achieve it, or oh, one that you'd like. Okay, one that you should do. One, one that you know should you should do. do. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool. Question one. Hard to the the impact uh, pay view hard to kill was in Dallas, but uh, in the TV show Dallas, which actor played J.R. Ewing? What the fuck? It was hey, this is this is not easy to make a quiz, mate. Like whole name or like I've got a, I feel like I've got a first. I don't know name. anyone from the show Dallas. Was I even alive? It was the same actor that was in Bewitched. I know who got- shot JR, yeah. right? Like okay. I know the I know that like that's the whole episode, right? It was the whole who yeah. shot JR. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I don't know. I was I if, you, no if you can get part of his name, if you can get close. Okay. Um bzz, like, do I need a buzz? I like, my resolution yeah. is I, I should read more books. Okay. Because I've answer. got a big library that I just yeah, it's collecting dust. Um I'm feeling like Larry's Larry's name. Yes. yes. Okay. I, I can't get the last name for life of me, but Larry Hagman. Okay. Good job. Nice. Look at you. God. Look at the big brain on. Never Mysterious. heard of him. Like when you said oh, bewitched, you're just like, eh, Larry. Yeah. Okay. In the, back in the nineties, we had uh, the action movie, hard to kill, which action star was the, was the lead actor. Um, oh, I have no idea. I, I know the actor. I'm, I'm just getting the buzzword guy. now. All right, let's let's just go. Bzz. Um, I don't do I don't do like uh, I do New Year intentions, right? Mm-hmm. 
So, like, intentions are kind of different to resolutions, but, like, so I am healthy, strong, and vital would be, like, one of my New Year's intentions. Mm. Right? Because you, you meant to, like, put it into the universe as it's already a thing that's happened. Okay. Like, I yeah, am yeah, this. Yeah. You know, it's just a way of wording it to... It's not a very fun answer, though, is it? <laughs> well, I hope Corey's well, want... happy about this quiz, by the way. What the hell do you mean, you fun answer? What's a fun answer? It's a buzzer. The answer is fucking, uh, you know, what's his name? Bruce Willis. No. What? No, no, Damn it's not it, Bruce man. Willis. Think action stuff. I'll buzz in. I'll say um, I'm, I'm going to, res- one of my resolutions is to brush up on um, more holes in wrestling for commentary. Ah, that's nice. yeah like because i legit i just want to uh what a maneuver yeah what a, yeah i don't want to be the one a maneuver he gets nice for his resolutions and i get that's not a very good resolution okay. <laughs> so you were close instead of bruce willis uh look towards steven seagal yes, yes. correct you're not close at all <laughs> <laughs> we got bruce and steve yeah one of them one of them has hair one of them doesn't all right now this now okay this answer is gonna be Okay, this is going to be hard. You're not going to get this one. Uh, cockroaches are hard to kill, but what is the fastest way to kill them? Oh, wow. What? <laughs> the fastest way to kill a cockroach? Yes, like without just like physically stomping it or anything. This was like a backup backup question, but okay. Yes, okay. who's buzzed? Who buzzed? Uh, me, but uh, you want an entertaining answer? I don't know what an entertaining okay. resolution sounds like. What's an entertaining resolution? Because like these things can survive like Stop nuclear war too if, much or if need like be. Like what? Uh, what these things like? They say how cockroaches can survive. Yeah, they can survive war. nuclear war. No, I'm, I'm, oh, I'm still on the, the buzz. buzz I need to. I need to buzz with something apparently something more entertaining than my like, actual. I really must uh, stop must masturbating so much. You know, something fun. Well. No, no, okay, hang on. You know what, though? I have been looking into this whole no-nut thing. For real. For real, you brought that up. <laughs> I'm glad you brought that up. Uh, this is a conspiracy I, been, theory. No, I've been looking into this no-nut thing. Like, apparently, uh, like, the the Taoist way of of uh, semen retention, and even, even, like, during coitus, not ejaculating, uh, because you want to, like, retain your, your creative essences or whatever i'm like i'm like they say they say that like they say that like women are supposed to come as much as possible to be their best selves and men are supposed to come as little as possible to become their best selves i don't know i've been looking at it i've been reading it i've been like this makes a lot of sense did you bring upon us ben (laughs) (laughs) anyway uh what was the question cockroaches uh yeah i don't know destroy the brain I guess double tap. No, uh, mysterious. Oh, you want to buzz in? You're not going to get it. No, I'm not going to get it. I mean, was that more entertaining for you? It was. It was uh, entertaining. <laughs> you might get the point just by that. But let's way- see how mysterious goes. So if we can't, we can't um, squash them. We can't spray them. I don't know. No, it's 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 sort of like a spray, but like, you, what's what's the ingredient? I guess ingredient what's the, what's the formula what's the uh i don't know um well it's not uranium no it's not uranium 
Matt, Matt, time's up. Yeah, time's off. I'm not going to, sorry. <laughs> the correct answer is boric acid. Now, I can't believe you didn't get that. Anyway, boric next question. Fuck the hell? This is chemistry class all of a sudden. <laughs> you, put, you put pressure on me to make a quiz. Okay, here we go. You've got a fun one now. We all like the, the fun ones. put pressure on you. All right, so Tessa is the daughter of one of the, the original four horsemen. Yep. So uh, we, I've got the list of all the four, four horsemen there's been in, in history oh. back in the WCW. So I want you just to go one for one until you just can't get one. Okay. Yeah, do we start have... off with a buzz in. Okay. Uh, bzz, do we need to buzz? Yes. Okay. Just for the first spot, first one. Okay. Well, um, bzz, um, another another entertaining resolution. Uh, I mean, look, I always want to. I always want to fuck more, right? <laughs> God. Does that does that count? It, you got me thinking more, about the nut thing now. Yeah, fuck more, come less. Yeah, for sure. Why okay. not? Let's go with that. Since we're just spewing entertaining bullshit, let's let's go with that. Okay. Uh, so obviously Tully. Correct. That's one. All right. Mysterious. You're gonna buzz in. Okay. Um, I'm gonna go the opposite directions because my resolution is to be a um lawyer. Fuck less and come more. Oh, I was gonna say. <laughs> Well, I was going to say that would be the he is getting married this that was year. So. There was what I was going to say, but you've kind of okay. Um, Ric Flair. <laughs> okay, All right. let's go. Let's go, Greg. You do not want to be Space Mountain. This is the opposite. <laughs> what you no. want to be. Okay. Uh, Arn Anderson. Yes. Uh, his brother Ollie. Yes. All right, now you have to go through the dregs a bit. Okay. Ooh. Yeah, see, now I struggle because Oli was, was my last one, but... There's 11 more. Oh, there's so many. There's 11 more? Yeah. Fucking... Uh, oh, old mate. J.J. Uh, uh, Dillon was in it for a bit, right? Uh, he's not listed as a member, but he was like a manager. So he's like the manager yeah. guy. Yeah, but he he's counts? not. Like, no, he's not. He doesn't count. But keep it like. He I'm not gonna, say I'll disqualify you. I'll disqualify you if you keep this arguing up. You have you another let that, that has to count. No, because there's like a, another like 15 managers and people that various people like these are like proper oh, wrestler members. It was um the country guy? Was he one of them? Uh, which uh, I'm not. Which country uh, guy? Not Kurt Henning. The other one, and they hated they hated rap. We hate rap. Fuck! What was his name? <laughs> God, I want to say something so bad. <laughs> Windham. Ba- which Barry one? Windham. Barry, Barry Windham. Windham. Yes, Barry Windham was in it. Yeah, he was the we hate rap guy as well, right? Yeah. With Kurt Henning. Yeah, sick. Yeah, sick. Got one. Mysterious? Chris Benoit. Yes. See that? I, I would have known that one at least. Chris Benoit was in it? Yeah, he had a couple he's, of but, but he's been, he's been, he's not, he doesn't exist anymore. You mean vacant. Oh, you mean um, redacted. Yeah. Yeah, no, vacant. No. Greg, yes. got one? There's still nine more to go. There's one guy I've never even bloody heard of, I think. Oh, no, there's 10 more. I've got one listed down the bottom here. 
Well, I don't know, man. It, so when Benoit was in it, it was like a reboot of the Four Horsemen, right? Kinda. He was in it from '95 to '97, and then um, again in '98 through to '99. So was it? Was he with with the guys that jumped the the what? What were they fucking called? The none. None of the radicals were in this. None Half of the me. radicals were in it. So none, none of Perry Satin, oh, Dean Monaco, none of them. Sorry, yes, one of them was actually. Yeah. Yep. Perry Satin. No. Fuck. You're out. Mysterious, if he gets one, he gets the win. Otherwise, you're well, going to well, one, one of the... Well, I'm not going to go Malenko because uh, you just said it was Malenko. I'm not going to... Um, mm. Wait on. What did you say? You, no, you said Satin. He said Satin, then Malenko. Did he? Yeah. I, yeah. I said no. I said when I was listing the, 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 the four radical guys, because it's Guerrero, Malenko, Benoit... Oh, I thought you said Sat- Sat- Perry Satin, no, and no, I, no. I said no to Perry Satin. Well, that was my my first guess. Yeah, it was the first. Okay, the, yeah, the, the, okay. Well, I didn't say no to anybody else in the group. Mm-hmm. Ah, okay, says so Dean Malenko. Obviously, I'm not going to let you say Malenko. You got to go somebody else because you just got a distinct advantage then. Well, no, it's 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 old mate, sir. It's, it's mysterious's turn. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, mysterious. Oh, but I, I'm not letting you okay. say Malenko. Sorry, I, I thought. Okay, okay, all right. Um, so Malenko was Malenko was, was one of yes. them. Yeah, yeah. Was, yes. Okay, shit. Uh, you still got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight people. Oh shit! No, I just remembered one. Okay. But you're not going to let me have him. You're not going to let me have him. Um, Unless mysterious gets it wrong. Pillman Senior. Correct. Yes. You won it. Bullshit. No, he wasn't. Yes, Brian was, Pillman from like, 95 to 96. He was, yeah. Little Nate. Would you have given me Little Nate? No. He's, he was he's, their referee, though. These are like the wrestler members. Okay, so I've got Lex Fuck Luger. You, oh, Luger. JJ Dillon and Little Nate count. Luger, Luger Sting, God. Sid Vicious, Paul Roma, whoever the hell that is, uh, Steve McMichael, and Jeff Jarrett. Oh, and Kurt Henning. Oh, Kurt Henning. So. You Wait, said, so Kurt was in you said who was that guy with Kurt Hennig? <laughs> he hates okay, rap. Okay, like- so hang on. So you're saying Kurt Hennig and yeah. I say Kurt Henning. This is one of those – back to conspiracy, Greg. No, well, that wasn't your answer. That was, you didn't guess with Kurt Henning. You said no, 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 who no, was no, that guy completely, with Kurt completely Henning? unrelated. Have you guys okay. heard of the Mandela effect? Can we do an episode at some point on wrestling Mandela effects? Because I'm, I'm convinced Kurt Henning was with an N. Henning. Henning. But apparently his name was never Kurt Henning. Just Wait a minute, it's H-E-N-N-I-G. Oh, you thought it was I-N-G, did you? Yeah. I think he, Yeah, I, I probably I thought that like as well. I feel like he's gone by Henning at some point. No, yeah, apparently, so. apparently he never has. If you look it up, he was never Kurt Henning. Ever. Mm. Ever. We switched timelines at some point. We switched timelines due to some Mandela effect. Anyway, uh, I lost... So you've got, there's still one question to go. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> Mysterious, has, Mysterious has three. Triple or nothing. Roach one. Um, Triple or nothing. So the final one, you're going to have to be quick for this one. You both, you, you both ready for a buzz? Uh, um, no. no. <laughs> I need another resolution? God damn. Um, all right. All right. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to spit this one out quick, so you've got to be quick. You ready? Okay. What is the date and location of TCW Annihilation 7? <laughs> <laughs> um, 
I've, I've got a lot of projects that are on the back burner, like things that I'm halfway through writing, et cetera, et cetera. So one of my real resolutions is, you know, to have at least one of these new projects sort of completed by the end of 2020. Good. I'll, I accept. Okay, cool. Uh, and uh, it's February 22nd at the Elfin Sports Arena? Center. Center. Yes. Center. Cool. Great. Well done. See, I didn't bring up anything to do with TCW the whole episode because I was saving it for then. <laughs> I love it. I love your That restraint. was great. You know how I remember that? It's Elfin because it's like, it's like Elven, like Lord of the Rings. Okay. That's how I remember it. Elfin Sports, yeah. So, it's nice and yeah. Easy. I've got to bring up how um, – so Corey on Twitter loves the quiz apparently. Mm-hmm. Then I introduced myself to him at MCW and I said, oh, hey, hey, I'm Ben, and shook his hand. I go – from the podcast, well, probably should have said the B plus podcast, and he just kind of nodded and maybe just maybe he didn't know <laughs> he who I was. He knows soldier. Never walk up to a person big and be time, like, "Hey, big time me. I'm I'm such and such from I'm the kind podcast." Of like, deal. what? Who does that? I'm I'm a big deal. <laughs> no, because he said, "Oh, hopefully with a quiz like that day, like you put the episode out," and he'd replied yeah, saying, and he "Oh, was, hopefully with a quiz next I'm time." I'm telling you, man. There's like, a lot of people who like the quizzes. There's a lot of people who like the quizzes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Will right. they all like be jerks to me as well, like Corey? You know, well, maybe. I mean, there was the there was the the kid that uh, he listens. Uh, he's he's a fan of the show, and he got in a bit of hot water on Instagram with Shazza for saying that he thinks that Jessica Troy should be signed to AEW, right? Yeah. Like that that guy, and he's a good dude. He's a really good dude, and he's just you know still sort of learning the social cues and stuff, I guess. Yeah. But you know, he's he's a fan of the quiz. He's 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 messaged me before about oh, cool. being a fan of the quiz. A few people have messaged me about being a fan of the quiz. There's a lot of uh, people out after there. that boric acid thing. I think they all hate the quiz. <laughs> I hate the fucking yeah, quizzes. Been- <laughs> I've hated. I have been an anti-quiz since day one. <laughs> you liked it at the that's end a, of the that's year. A shirt, that's a t-shirt design. <laughs> B plus anti-quiz. Yeah. Hell yeah. Anyway, uh, that's going to do it for us here this week. I'm hoping to organize an interview for next week. We've got, we do have some interviews lined up for later. Like I said, we've got a big one for Valentine's day, which uh, on the turnbuckle will have scooped us for. So, you know, if you want a spoiler for that, go listen to on the turnbuckle, but uh, you can, you can always, uh, you know, we're hoping to have an interview next week. So tune back in and, and have a listen to the new format, loosey goosey, casual B plus wrestling podcast. In the meantime, where can people find you guys online? If they want to get your hot takes, uh, you can follow me at miss mysterious one seven. I on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and grapple hit me up guys. And let me know what you've thought about this week in the wacky weird world of pro wrestling. Um, how about you, Ben? Uh, on Twitter at Asia Pod, on Instagram Ben Wyatt. Uh, should be easy enough to find. And uh, you can look at me lifting weights and uh, doing wrestling stuff, maybe. And I am at Greg Unchained on Twitter at the Greg Unchained on Instagram. We collected the other B Plus Wrestling Twitter because wrestling is B Plus Wrestling. Everywhere else, like, share, subscribe, five star review. You know if you like what we do. And thank you so much for listening. Catch you guys. Goodbye.